Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success List? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 340. Yep, we're on 340, guys. Excited about that. And I'm actually in my office, and I wanted just to come to you guys and give you kind of a little bit of an insight into some things that I was just reading, and it really kind of sparked in me an article uh, that actually came from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And I really just want to share this with you guys. I feel like it'll bless you and help you. But uh, before I jump into that, as always, you know, if this is your first time actually uh, listening to, uh, to Kingdom Success, you know, welcome out. You know, we're all about helping you take your kingdom potential, maximizing your kingdom potential here on this earth from a marketplace Christian standpoint. I am not a minister of the gospel. I did not go to seminary. I did not attend a Bible college. Uh, quite honestly, I attended a secular university uh, here in the States. And, you know, it was wonderful. It was exactly what God wanted me to do and exactly where I wanted to be. And you know what? At the end of the day, um, that's just the position I come from. And, I love sharing with my audience and with you guys the perspective of what it takes to, to, to do life as a marketplace Christian. And I know that I'm learning and I'm growing and what I learn and what I uh, come to understand, I want to share that with you guys. So that's just, that's just a little bit of where we're at. That's what we're doing. So welcome out if this is your first time. So I wanted to talk to you guys about unlocking your blessing plan in your life. If I could say it that way. You know, I was I was ha- I was on I was walking down the street uh, the other day with a gentleman and he and I were just having a normal conversation, just kind of catching up. And I just kind of casually, you know, as, as you do with anybody, you, you kind of ask, how's life? How's, how's work? Uh, how's things going? And, you know, I just, I got this real kind of callous response about his job. And his, his basic response was, eh, you know, it's going all right. It pays the bills. And, you know, for me, for me, I don't want to live that way. I never wanted to live where that, ah, life's just kind of just kind of mosing along, kind of putting along right there. And, you know, we're doing all right. We're getting by, you know, we're just paying the bills, getting where we need to go. You know, I always 
try to respond to somebody if they ask me, you know, how's life going? How's things ha- happening? You know, me, I always want to respond in a very positive, upbeat way because I feel like I'm blessed. I feel like that I am someone that, you know, is not allowing the, you know, the tail to wag the dog, but the, the, the opposite, where the, the world is not dictating to me how I need to be or how I need to feel. But I am basically taking ground and moving forward because I live in the blessing. I had a gentleman just the other day send me a text message asking me, you know, for just some advice and some counsel uh, for him uh, about how to be successful in this in this life. And actually, you know what? I, I want to read to you uh, what I said back to him. You know, I actually I'll read a little bit of what he wrote and said. I understand there's a lot. I mean, I'm just going to kind of sum it, summarize this. I'm going to just read the very bottom part of this. Uh, he says, I understand that there's a lot, but uh, a couple tips every now and then would be great. Um, what may I do to be more successful like you? And, you know, I, I take that with a, I'm honored that he would think that, but at the end of the day, there's no secret to success. There's no hidden key. There's no keeping it from you, especially from a Christian perspective. There's nothing holding you back from being successful. And God wants to bless you. you know, are you sitting there waiting for God to bless you? If so, we need to talk. We need to kind of unpack this so that you can see or you can start to receive all that God has for you because God wants to bless you. He promises uh, his blessings are upon you know, his people. Let me read what I, what I uh, sent back to this gentleman here. Basically, I said this right here. I said, meditate upon these scriptures and personalize them. This is what I said. And this, was, this actually is from Genesis 12, uh, 1 through 3 in the Amplified Classic. It says, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself for your own advantage away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished. You will be a blessing dispensing good to others and I will bless those who bless, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and I will curse him who curses or uses insolent language towards you. In you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. Wow, 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 wow. I love that. That is something that you can meditate on and make it personal to you, King Success Listener. 
What I mean by personalizing that, I mean by actually putting your name. Because the blessing of Abraham is upon you. That's something that you've got to get deep down inside of you that the blessing is upon you. I remember uh, exactly where I was at, walking into a restaurant, and me and the Holy Spirit, it was just me. I was walking into this place, and I remember... I remember the Holy Spirit saying without me even kind of trying to just even ask him about this. He, said, he says, he told me, he said, you realize you're blessed. And to me, I, it, was, I, it was just a moment where I was, uh, as I walked into this place that I just had to stop and go, man, I am blessed because of the blessing of the Lord in my life. And so, gang, I want to kind of give you just some clues or six things that it says it has in this article right here that how God wants to unpack your blessing plan in your life. And notice I said plan. You know, this is not just a one and done type thing. This is this is for your entire life. You know, the, the Christian life should be a blessed life. It should be a life where non-Christians want to know what you know. It should be where that you are attracting because of the peace in your life and the abundance in your life that they see that and they go, golly, man, you know, here I am beating my head against the wall trying to figure all this stuff out and I see so-and-so over here just at peace, prospering, living a, the good life. Why can't I have that? What does he have that I don't have? And when that person comes and asks you, guess what? You can share that. That's happened to me multiple times. Multiple times. And I've been able to share those things with people. Some people have, have just like this other gentleman, that's, you know, he's... He's been real consistent with uh, reaching out to me. He's 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 working towards that. He's he's making strides towards this. Another gentleman, he he definitely has made strides. I think I referred to him, you know, a couple of weeks ago in one of my. Um, he was looking for a job, or a, actually, a headhunter was actually uh, contacted him, and you know what? He he knows his position. He knows who he is in Christ. But he didn't turn out that way whenever he first met me. And I'm not saying I'm the, I'm the secret, I'm the source. I have the source. I have the secret. That is that Christ lives in me, the hope of glory. That I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and I know who I am. And I'm getting fired up, guys. <laughs> I really am getting excited here. So let me jump into this article. Let me jump into this real quick. All right. So let me let me just say that the, the key phrase to unpacking the blessing plan for your life is actually found in multiple places in the Bible, but it's it's actually in Psalms 
1, 12, verse 1 in the King James. It says, and this is the key phrase, that you delight yourself in the Lord. Because it says in Psalms 112, verse uh, it says, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. I mean, that that key verse right there, that that can be a something you put up on your office wall or you put somewhere in your bathroom mirror that you are a blessed man because you fear the Lord and delight greatly in his commandments. So let me let me jump into this. Let's unlock the blessing in your life. Number one. Number one. Realize that the blessing is the source. Excuse me. Let me back up. Realize that God is the source of all blessing. So hopefully you 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 kind of get this message that God's not Santa Claus. God's not a genie. God's not you know wish upon a star. He, he this is this is he is far greater than that. He is far greater than that. I want you to understand something that he's the source of all things created. And so because of that, he knows the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and omega. He knows what you have need of or what your even what what your wishes are, desires are, and he's not going to put anything in your life that's going to sabotage your life. Now, we can make that we can make some kind of blessing that God puts in our life uh, as, as a stumbling block. We might not mean to, but we can do that. I know for me, I've done that. I've done that with, uh, with uh, a business of mine that I had that I know that God you know, led me to, but I had ultimately kind of made that business come before my Heavenly Father. Wrong. You, got, you can't do that. But let me let me just point this out. I thought this was very interesting. That in Genesis 1:1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Hebrew translation, now watch this, guys. The Hebrew translation for in the beginning, it says, watch this now. The Hebrew translation, it says, In the beginning, the blessed one created the heavens and the earth. God is the blesser. And blessing originated from him. Every good and perfect gift came from him. That's James 1, uh, 17. This is far better than Santa Claus, guys. This is far better than you know the genie in the bottle that you can sit there and rub and get three wishes from. Far better than that. God has a blessing plan for your life to experience everything he promises. He does. And so you're, you have to first realize, again, this is number one, again, first key, realize that God is the ultimate be-all, end-all source of all blessing. All blessing in your life. Number two, and so for me, I'll, let, me let me just say this. For me, I had to realize that. I had to realize that God was my complete source. Not the money in my bank account, not the work ethic that I could uh, put out for my job or not, you know, my, my mom and dad that, you know, if they needed to bail me out of something when I was younger, no, God was the one 
that supplied all of my need. So number two, number two, realize that the choice to be blessed is yours. Oh man, let me read that again. Realize that the choice to be blessed is yours. I love that. I love that. Scripture tells us how to live a blessed life. It's, it's not like that God's hiding this from anybody. Here, here it is, okay? You have a choice today. This is, this is Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. It says that today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. The choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life. I mean, he even gives it away. He, oh, that you would choose life so that you, you and your descendants may live. God tells us plainly in Scripture that he calls heaven and earth to witness and says two choices for us. Blessings or curses. Life or death. And it's your choice. You have the choice. You have the free will to decide whether or not you want to choose life or choose death. You choose. So, you know, I get, I sometimes get this question a lot, or, you know, I'll, I know I hear a lot of ministers ask, well, why aren't more people blessed? Why isn't that? Well, it's because <laughs> they have a choice. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I, I know that a lot of times we don't like taking responsibility for our choices in life. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have a choice. I mean, you might sit there and go, well, that's not fair. I mean, why, why, I, you know, I hear people talk about, you know, well, why did God allow evil in the world? God didn't. God had to give a choice, a free will. He wasn't going to make little robots out of us. He had to give us a choice. He put, he put a choice in the garden for Adam to have everything in abundance except for this one tree. Don't eat this fruit. Don't eat this fruit. And Adam had a choice. We have a choice. Your spouse can't decide this. Your parents can't decide this for you. You've got to be the one to work it out. You've got to be the one to choose and expect to be blessed. Let me read this right here. You can't say, well, I haven't made my mind up about God or his commandments yet. I'll make my decision later after I have a little fun. Um, I, I'll just speak from my own personal experience. So for me, when I was a, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, 22 year old young man, there were some hard choices that I decided to make. Hard choices. With a lot of things going on in and around me of girls, pressure to, to, to take you know, to drink alcohol, to 
even use uh, drugs to enhance my performance as, an, as a collegiate athlete. All these things were laid before me. And I thank God that God gave me a foundation before I went off to school or went off to make these decisions. Did I make everything perfect? No. But there were some big decisions that I had to make that were I were not I was not going to go into the path of you know certain things. I wasn't going to drink. I wasn't going to have sex before marriage. I wasn't going to do drugs. I wasn't going to you know drink alcohol. You know, I, <clears throat> unfortunately, I kind of got myself after after I got out of college. Um, I kind of got myself into debt. Not saying debt's a, a sin, but you know what? God says that there's a better way. I chose to get into debt. That is not the case anymore in my life. And I praise God for that. But again, these choices were before me. I had to choose what God said over what might be the easiest thing to do pleasing-wise. I remember that we got into a pressure situation about where we were living. And I allowed the pressure of that to get me into a house back in South Carolina that was, we call it our Ishmael house. We made a rash decision, Amy and I did, and quite honestly, that house was, I mean, we lived in it, we had, we had three of our children in that house, but you know what? From a financial standpoint, it wasn't the best situation at all. It really wasn't. I don't have time to go into that, but it, that, that was an Ishmael house, and it wasn't a blessing, but it was a choice that we made. <clears throat> number three, number three, realize that fearing the Lord leads to blessing. Before you get, let me, let me define the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not when God says, fear not, don't fear this, don't have fear, don't have anxiety, don't have worry. I, I, you, you shouldn't have any fear, any worry. He tells us in the Word, there's 365 Places in the Bible that says fear not. Right? The fear that I'm talking about is a awe or reverence to our Heavenly Father. And I had a, a gentleman today tell me that God really doesn't like him. And he was kind of kidding around, but you just can't say those types of things. God likes you. God actually loves you. You can't say that. Don't say that. But what I want to point out to you in that this uh, Psalms uh, 112 verse, uh, verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord, hallelujah, blessed. Watch this now. This is, this is uh, a detailed translation in the Amplified. All right? Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, favored by God. These are all things that this what it means. Is the man who fears the Lord with awe-inspired reverence and worships him with obedience. 
who delights greatly in his commandments. Gang, you want to unlock blessings in your life, you have got to have a fanatical reverence, a fanatical, you know, awe-inspiring delight in who God is, the creator of this universe, that you prize his commandments, his, his way of doing things above everything. You've got to have that deep down inside of you. You have to. So if you sit there and you read this in Psalms 112, verse 1, and you read in the Amplified Classic, God promises that he's going to bless you when you reverence him, worship him, and obey him. It, it says it right there in the Word. I'm not making this up. I can't make this up. I'm not trying to. I'm just reading what the Word says. We're reading what, what the Bible says, guys. And this is something that you've got to start to get inside of you. Now, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Number four. Realize that delighting in His commandments leads to blessing. So let me repeat this one. Number four again, okay? Hear me. Realize that delighting in his commandments leads to blessings. So what, what, the, what a normal Christian, whenever they hear commandments, they immediately take their brain and think of the Ten Commandments, which is good, which, which is a, a good first step, right? A good first step that you think of the, the top ten list, the big ten, and you start to think about those. But, you know, honestly, there are hundreds, hundreds of commandments, just even in the Old Testament alone. Hundreds of them. And people, people have always been unable to follow them. I mean, is, this, is just, this is just case in point. I mean, if you read, I mean, I'm, I'm reading the entire Bible right now. I'm actually in the New Testament. So I just got done you know, a couple of months ago, reading the entire Old Testament. And it was just always this cycle where that you have people, uh, a people that come through, a generation that comes through, they follow the blessing, they follow the commands of the Lord, they try their best to live out what God expects, expects them to. Then another generation comes in and they don't, and they, it just, they're, their whole entire world goes south really quick until finally people come back around and start to cry out to the Lord, asking for help, asking for repentance. I mean, repenting for what they've done. And then God re-blesses them, repositions them, and they start to follow. And it's just a, it's just a cycle. But you know, you don't have to have that kind of cycle in your life. You don't have to have that kind of cycle. Yeah, you're gonna mess up sometimes. I, I get that, but when, when, it, when you're overtly messing up, that's a different story we're talking about. We're talking about here where that you actually enjoy, you enjoy living out the commandments. You, you enjoy living these things out. But where the, the, where, where the Old Testament, the New Testament kind of diverge is this right here, where that Jesus arrives on the scene and gives his people or gives us 
a not just a do's and don'ts, but a he says, I'm going to give you a new heart. And I'm going to put you in a relationship with me where the, it's not, you know, the taskmaster telling you what to do as it was in the Old Testament, kind of portraying things coming across, but really where the God is actually your friend, where the God is going to uh, enable you through the power of the Holy Spirit to not, you know, screw up, to actually follow his blessings. That's what it says, that he's going to put in your, he's going to write in your heart, I mean, it says this actually in Scripture, that he's going to write in your heart his commandments. This is, this, <laughs> I'm, I can't, again, I can't make this stuff up. This is why that you can do this. Loving God wholeheartedly and loving others is the number one commandment. It's, it's, a, it's a, just a simple thing. Loving the Lord, you can summarize the commandments up in those two things right there. Loving the Lord with all your heart. And then loving your fellow neighbor as you love yourself, all right? That, 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 is, that is the two commandments that you can hang your hat on. And whatever you do is it motivated by those two checkpoints. With your whole heart, are you living for the Lord and loving Him? And then is it love that is purely motivated behind what you're doing uh, for another person. That, that's the big key right there. Let me read this right here. So if you, if you go back and you actually reread Psalms 112, verse 1, and you look beyond the letter of God's Word and reflect um, upon what the Spirit is saying, the verse, in every verse addressing the gratitude for and faithfulness of God's commandments, reflects a deeper calling to treasure his word. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is the true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. I mean, it, it even says that there is a, there, there is a you know, a, a way of looking at a, a grace that is a teaching grace. A teaching grace, that there's a grace that God places upon our life of teaching us how to live for Him. How to delight ourselves in Him. That, that is a key thing right there for us to realize. Now, number five. And I'm kind of wrapping up. We got two more. Realize that God's commandments or God's commands are there to bless you. Yeah, ooh, this is good right here. So, with his commands that he gives us, you know, God God's commands are there to bless you. Now, here, here's the whole thing. The purpose of these commandments is to set you up for the blessing to unpack in your life, to be exposed, to, to start to happen in your life. That's, that's what these commands are there for. And to prevent you from curses that lead to death. I mean, I, 
I've got I've got too many people. I mean, I, I see too many situations where that how the people talk negatively or you know um, go down a, a a trail of you know alcohol and things of that nature just to wash all their cares away or wash all their you know their life away and you know it's just it's, it's leading not to a good place i'm not saying alcohol i'm not saying um negative talk you know but it leaves those places you know me if, if i sat there and just watched you know horror movies all the time that's going to lead me down a, a path that's not going to be good okay now let me say this. It's it's I, I I almost look at it like parenting. You know, I my four kids, my four kids, I tell them not to not to um, put their hand on the hot stove. Right? There there's a blessing by not putting your hand on the hot stove. It kind of prevents you from not you know, scorching your hand. I even go, let me, let me use this another. There's, there's a reason why I, I don't allow my children to watch rated R movies. And there's a reason why I don't allow my children to watch certain movies. And I'll just use one in particular from my childhood because this is just my experience, right? There's a movie that my kids have kind of been, honestly, they've been kind of begging me to watch, begging me to watch. And I probably, I, I, right now at their age, right now, I'm probably not going to let them watch it. And that movie is called Jaws. <laughs> and if anybody has ever seen the movie Jaws, from my perspective, it was probably a very scary movie that, you know, put this fear in me of going to the ocean, of, you know, enjoying what's out there in the ocean and i have to overcome that fear now every time that i go to the ocean i literally do i'm not even exaggerating about that because of what that movie projected in my life and did and i have not allowed my children to watch that movie simply because of what it did to me now I'm trying to unpack for them the blessing or the enjoyment of going in the ocean free of fear. And that's why I probably have held them back from watching that movie, even though they've asked me multiple times, Dad, let's watch that movie. And I know that they, they mean well, but they, they just don't understand what I know. I mean, again, God's not trying his, 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 it's like my kids are saying, we're just trying to hold me back, dad, from, you know, watching that. I'm, I'm, my, my, my thing with that is I'm not trying to burden them. I'm trying to help them. And the same thing is with God and his commands to us. There's a reason why God says you should watch, uh, you know, what comes out of your mouth, that it should, that it should be life and not, uh, negative, not, you know, you know, always downing things. There's a reason why that you shouldn't have sex outside of marriage. There's a, there's all these commands out there that are not burdensome 
if you would just adhere to them. All right. Let me move on. I'll be. Uh, let me wrap up. I need to wrap up with this. This has been. It's been good, but it's just been a long one. Okay. Number six. Realize that God's that God loves you and wants you blessed. So this is huge. All right. This this is huge. They're all huge. But God loves you guys, and He wants to bless you. Just like I, I love my children, and I want to bless my children. I want to give them every opportunity. I want to expose them to awesome things. I want to bless my children, right? But for me, for me, my children have to realize that I love them and that I want to bless them. Same thing with God. God loves you so much, and He desires an intimate relationship with you, an intimate relationship with you. I mean, 1 John 4, uh, 19 uh, reminds us that we love each other because he loves us first. So it's out of this love that God has got for us, guys, that these blessings start to, you can start to realize these blessings and unlock these blessings in your life when you tap into how much God loves you. I mean, you can go and read, read, um, in Romans chapter 8, I think it might be in verse 32, that, you know, why would he hold back anything good in your life? I mean, he, he gave his son to die for you. Why would he hold anything good back? If he gives his ultimate sacrifice, why would he hold anything back? And then you can go and read, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There's absolutely nothing. And when you get a, a true revelation, a true revelation of how much that God loves you, gang, I'm telling you, blessings will start to show up. They really will. When you start to meditate on how much God loves you, those blessings will start to unlock. I mean, God wants to, the blessings to not just show up in your life, but he, he wants them to over take you, to overwhelm you. That's, that's actually Deuteronomy 28, verse 2. You can go and read that. You know, So if you're not experiencing God's blessing in your life and the blessings of God in your life, I would encourage you to write these six things down that I went over all right, with you. Write them down and meditate on them. Search Scripture out for them, guys. Right? Let me re recap these real quick for you. So number one, realize that God is the source of all blessing. Everything good in your life, God is the source of that. Got to realize that. Number two, realize the choice to be blessed is yours. You have got to make that choice to actually experience the blessing. You've got to turn away from things that are going to lead you down a path of curses or death. Number three, realize that fearing the Lord leads to the blessing. When you have an awe-inspiring you know, reverence and worship-mindedness um, to you of who God is, you've got to meditate on this. Blessings will start to un, uh, unpack. And the, that plan of blessing will start to unfold in your life. Number four, 
realizing that delighting in his commandments leads to blessing. Again, delight yourself in the Lord. His commandments are there for a reason to unlock these blessings in your life, not to prevent you from enjoying life. God wants you to have life and have it more abundantly. That's why that's one reason why Jesus, and we're not just talking about the sweet by and by. We're not talking about when just when you get to heaven. We're talking about now. Number five, realize that God's commands are there to bless you. Again, I, I'm kind of repeating myself, but again, they're there to bless you. Not to, not to prohibit you from experiencing you know, what you perceive as good, but giving you the best. And the last one is realize that God loves you and wants to bless you. I mean, that, that right there could be the, the best thing. If you can just get inside of you guys, that he loves you so, so much and get a revelation. It was a, it was a couple of years ago that I had to get a revelation and really meditate on, you know, how much that God really loved me. And man, it started to un, unearth and unpack and open up just so many things in my life of how much that God loved me. So gang, I'm done. Gang, I'm done. You guys just realize that the choice is yours. Blessings or curses. It's up to you. You choose. I want more people on my podcast right here and people that it's come in my come in close proximity to Tyler to realize that God wants to bless them. And you can ask for this. You, you don't have to be ashamed of it. God says, you know, ask me for anything. You can ask for those blessings to be, but these are the key things that you have to do in order to start to move towards that blessing plan in your life. The blessing plan is, is laid out from the foundation of the, earth, the world. It already is. You can read that in uh, Ephesians 2.10. It's already the, the path that you should take. It's already been laid out. Just choose life. Choose the blessing. And gang, I'm telling you, you will live an amazing life. People will want to know what you know. You, you, you will be successful in God's way. You're going to maximize your kingdom potential here on this earth. And you're going to fulfill the calling and the purpose that God has for you on this earth when you start to realize this. Man, I'm excited about that. I really am. So, kingdom success. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.